I'm very excited to share this recording with you guys, which happened at our conference, sasopen.com, with over 100 speakers, all founders of B2B SaaS companies. We have a very high bar for what speakers share on stage, so you're going to enjoy this episode where we dive deep into revenue graphs, real tactics, and real growth metrics. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. All right, we got a cozy little crowd. We'll keep it a little informal. I'll also share for the video. So the talk today is about why velocity is the number one, and I believe increasingly the only sustainable advantage when building a startup. So the key areas are one, why that's the case. It's because there's so much opportunity in the market, more resources, meaning there's a lot more competition. I mean, just out there, we're seeing three companies that are competitors of my company, Vendor, and I should have introduced myself, Ariel Diaz, co-founder and chief strategy officer at Vendor. Uh, Before that, I was three-time founder and CEO, including a company called Blissfully, which did SaaS management, merged with Vendor about a year ago, two other companies before that. And so first is the fact that there's so much opportunity and resources out there makes for a lot of competition, which is part two. And then three is velocity is the only thing that helps you stay ahead of that competition. So first off, Opportunity is so abundant primarily because there's been an explosion of capital coming in in the last few years. This has slowed down more recently, but we're still seeing, you can call it zero interest rate phenomenon, which is a lot of startups going after increasingly relatively constrained pies. So you'll have tons of money coming into it. And in addition to capital, which we talked about, we have better tools to build products faster. So this is through technology. More and more of the stack that you need to build a product is plug and play. You can spin up a few NPM, install your favorite stuff, spin a bunch of great technology up, and you've got all these great tools at your disposal. Not just while you're building your product, but also while you're building your company with all the different SaaS products out there to help you run more efficiently, help grow business, uh, to help find whatever niche you need. Again, a lot of those companies we're seeing here. And all, you combine these two things, and it also results in just a lower barrier to entry. It's easier than ever to get started with a SaaS app, a product, to do one particular niche, start charging for it, and you end up having you know, a, a bunch of coalescing factors that result in the key point number two, which is the market is getting more and more competitive. So to share a little bit of what we're seeing and some of the data that we, we see, so we see about a couple of percentage points of all SaaS spend at Vendor, that we help process and we help leverage that data to help our customers save money, to help find the right products. And we see interesting data across two big categories. One is project management category. So this is well-known companies like Asana and Monday, but also a lot of new entrants. And over the course of one year, we saw a 30% increase in the number of unique project management products that we're out there working on. And this is a mature category that's growing at 30% a year not in terms of revenue and users, but in terms of number of products available for purchase. 
That's a lot of products out there. And the second category, so this is on the, sorry, that was on the, on project management, is growing about 25%. And another common category, which digital analytics, is growing at 30%. We actually see some of these companies here. So you're seeing a lot of new entrants capitalize well, leveraging these great tools. So that results in this really intense competition that's likely going to continue to get more intense. So the reality is you don't have to outrun the bear. You just got to outrun your competitors. And that's why velocity matters so much. So velocity as the primary driver for overall success, as you're outrunning, not the bear, but everyone else trying to outrun the bear. So one, um, we're seeing anytime there's a new category, that velocity lead doesn't matter after the first head start, right? And you see a lot of times where the category leader has a head start, but that might last, used to last maybe years, but that cycle keeps compressing where that advantage gets shorter and shorter. And it's because of all the stuff we've talked about, more capital, better tools, better products, faster marketing, more distribution channels and everything else. So that's not enough, right? Being the category creator is not enough. That gives you maybe a couple of quarters of, of heads up. So you have to just <clears throat> move faster and you have to maintain that lead. And the ways you can maintain that lead is one, through company culture. So velocity means you're shipping, you're iterating, you're improving the product, you're testing new channels, and you're doing this all at a really quick cycle time. <clears throat> so we, and the, the word velocity matters here because velocity is speed and direction. It's kind of the magnitude of how fast you're moving and where you're going, and both matter. And in some cases, you might want to go slower speed, but find the right direction and then accelerate. <clears throat> and then at Vendor, we've actually created Velocity as one of our four company values. Vendor is the name of the company, so we call it V is for Velocity. Because we want to make sure that every day that we realize we've got a whole slew of competitors, both direct and indirect, adjacencies that could potentially get into the same space. Again, a few of them are here uh, with uh, some booths right outside. So therefore, we need to make, maintain that velocity, accelerate what we're doing, whether it's across product, marketing, uh, internal decision-making. There's a lot of rubrics out there. One well-known one is uh, Jeff Bezos at Amazon says one-way door versus two-way doors. So if you have two-way doors, you can actually make that decision quickly because you can reverse it if needed. Whereas one-way doors, you might want to be more thoughtful and deliberate. So there's a few ways that you can build velocity into the culture. And then another framework that's interesting is that if you think of a company as a group of individuals, each individual is a little vector, and velocity itself is a vector, right? The vector is a magnitude and direction. So the overall company velocity is going to be the sum of the vectors of individuals. This is actually a talk that Dharmesh Hubspot gave from a fun conversation of Elon Musk. I'm just kind of name, name dropping some folks that believe similar things to show some, uh, you know, reinforce uh, ethos. So if you think of it that way, you want to, to increase velocity, you need to do two things. You need to increase the magnitude of all the individuals in the company, and you need to make sure they're aligned pretty well. So <clears throat> this is how we think about, uh, about velocity. So to kind of summarize, again, there's, there's three big things. More opportunities, resources, and tooling reduces the barrier to entry, 
increases competition, resulting in velocity being the only true sustainable advantage. So I'm, that's kind of the, the, the bulk uh, of it. Keep it short and sweet. I know we're the first one. And I can kind of switch it open to, to questions. And we've got a little cozy, cozy crowd here. I'm on time. Yeah. Uh, when triangulating on where to like focus at velocity, uh, what are some good ways to sequence like the strategy or things you pursue as a team? Like, is, is that the OKRs? Like something rocks, or how do you think about that? Uh, it's a great question. So, a couple of things that we've done, especially when we're building OKRs for this year, is try to figure out which ones are high confidence areas that you're pretty sure on the goal and you just need to get there faster. And then it's really about operational efficiency, building the right team, uh, getting the right folks to move faster into a known kind of good hill to climb. But there are other initiatives where you don't know enough. And in those times, you probably want to slow down and, more, and be more of like a wayfinding mode. Uh, we have one of our OKRs this year across the company, and we're a post-product market fit, you know, raised $200 million, uh, you know, 400 person company, but one of our OKRs for this year includes finding product market fit in this new initiative, right? Like we'll start talking about it more publicly in a, in a bit. So in that category, velocity is more about direction finding than it is about speed and, and, and increasing that. Whereas there's other areas where we've got a mature sales team, 100 people, we've got a really aggressive product roadmap, we've got 100 people there too, and it's around build a roadmap that we're really highly confident in. How do you build that with high quality and velocity on the product? How do you build a marketing channel that's delivering the pipeline that we need to go hit our aggressive sales goals? So those are kind of pretty clear waypoints, and we're just moving fast, increasing speed towards a known direction. And there's others where we're in kind of exploring, we're moving slowly, we're finding product market fit, we're kind of heat-seeking, and then as we get more signals, we can start increasing the speed. So we're kind of, we think of those as different. That's a great, great question, and I kind of threw this together very quickly, so there's some, a, fun, a lot of fun depth in here. So it depends a lot on the, the department. So if we look at product versus like sales, those are kind of like two big categories where we, we know where we're going, and it's all about increasing the speed. So for product, it's hard to put a number on it and measure, and I think there's, there's a lot of potentially bad effort to, over, to create a number more too specifically, but conceptually, the way we think about product velocity is how quickly are we shipping high-quality products to customers? How quickly are we adding customer value? Not how quickly are we writing code, not how quickly are we shipping features, but how quickly are we delivering customer value? And that's the unit. Now, you know, measuring that is a little nuanced because it's, well, you know, there's ways, there's indicators of you know, feedback and product board and customer satisfaction and feedback to customer success. But in general, the, the, the unit is customer value, and then the measurement of that gets a little squishy. Sales and marketing is much more straightforward. The unit for marketing is pipeline generation, right, in a sales-led company. The unit for sales-led for sales is revenue, right, or ARR. You can kind of slice in, you know, first-year TCV. Um, now, now the fun, the, the, the fun parts. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a, you, come on in. We're going to give a lightning summary. There's some fun stuff in here. Okay. 
Yeah, round, round two. I'll, I'll, I'll breeze through this. Uh, these slides are also a little wordy. Sorry about that. For the new folks, I'm Ariel Diaz, co-founder and chief strategy officer at Vendor. Previously was co-founder and CEO at Blissfully, a early SaaS management platform. We merged with Vendor about a year ago, so now I'm co-founder and chief strategy there. And before that, was another, did uh, you know, three-time founder CEO. Been doing startups for, for a while. And I believe that velocity is the number one and increasingly the only sustainable advantage in the startup ecosystem. So we'll talk about three big reasons. One is there's more opportunity and resources and funds than ever. Two, resulting in much more competition. Three, which means you can only win by increasing velocity. So one, capital. We've all seen this massive boom in capital, the zero interest rate phenomenon. So that massive increase in capital results in more companies, it also has led to a lot better tools to build and sell whatever you're doing. It has reduced the barriers to entry as all these things combine. So every category, what used to be a category with one, actually I'll, I'll switch there. So, so that results in the market getting a lot more competitive. Uh, a couple of data points on the competition that we see at vendors. So we, we see a couple of percentage points of SaaS spend uh, across the world. Uh, project management category, the number of vendors, let alone the growth rate, has increased 25% year over year. So you, and that's a mature category. In digital analytics, it's, been, it's increased 30%, another mature category, BI. And these are products that increasingly are harder to differentiate, but you're still getting new entrants coming into the space. And so this increased competition because of more fund, better technology to build products faster, lower barriers to entry, means that every category gets much more competitive uh, and the first mover advantage gets lower and lower. So the good thing is you don't have to outrun the bear, right? Competition is this mass is the bear. You don't have to outrun the bear. You just have to outrun your friends, right? Because the bear is going to catch, catch someone. So you just have to outrun your friends. And the way you do that is by building velocity into how you build and run your business because of all the factors. So, and then a couple of things. One, category creation used to be maybe... Uh, a multi-year head start, now it's a few months, right? The number of categories, we have three competitors, a vendor here, we've got multiple people in the security and kind of SOC 2 automation here. So that head start goes, is, is months, maybe quarters at, at most these days. So that's why velocity matters so much. Two ways to do it, you kind of embed it into your company culture. We were talking about some of the KPIs and how you track that for product, for sales, for marketing. And the, the reason to think about that way is because the, the company essentially is a, you know, if, if individuals are vectors, right, and velocity is a vector of, you know, speed and, and, and uh, direction, the company is a sum of all those vectors, right? And you add vectors by summing their, their magnitude and their direction. So there's two ways to increase velocity. One is you get people aligned in the right direction, and two is you, you get them to increase the magnitude of their own kind of speed, their, their effectiveness. And if you do that over and over, uh, you can really build velocity into, into the company. And otherwise, it's just going to be really tough because there's a lot of other people that are, are working, working on this. So like the old saying, right, in Africa every day, a lion wakes up, and if he doesn't outrun the slowest gazelle, he goes hungry. And every day a gazelle wakes up saying, like, if, it, if I don't outrun the fastest lion, right, I'm not going to see the next morning. So the, either way, whether you're a lion or a gazelle, you're running. Every day you're running. So you just have to realize that that's kind of the only, the only sustainable advantage. So thank you. Hope that lightning version was, was fun and happy to. We've got another couple of minutes for questions if anything jumps out.
Thank you.